live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, this is Camel Call Live. We have a great show for you tonight. Our final show before the holiday season as we feature our nationally ranked wrestling team. Campbell Wrestling, 2-1 and one in duels on the season. Their only loss coming at Top 10 Nebraska. They've wrestled and won on an Army base in a barn in the middle of Wyoming and are finally coming back home after their best showing ever at the Cliff Keen Las Vegas Invitational. Campbell has six nationally ranked wrestlers coming into this week. Now, next Tuesday, we will finally get to have them back here at home in Gore Arena and what an event it's going to be. The Fighting Camel Duels, Stanford, Purdue, North Dakota State, all coming to Bowie's Creek, all coming to Gore Arena on all three of those matches will be shown on UFC Fight Pass, and that is the third time that this team has been on Fight Pass this season alone. So to start the discussion on this fantastic start of the year, we welcome in associate head coach Wynn McLacken. Wynn, you begin your fourth season here at Campbell, former All-American at Central Michigan, former senior Nationals champion. You have seen a lot of wrestling, and I don't know if I remember a start to the season that has had the substance and the spectacle that you guys have gone through. Talk about what's been going on so far with this great wrestling team. Yeah, I think our guys have have really started out the season strong. Um, you know, it's part of what Scotty and our staff have really tried to do for the team is test them early, right? Let's get them out there. Let's put them against the best guys in the country, and let's really develop from there. It's something that I think the program, even before I got here, was known for and we've continued to grow and uh it's it's been fun honestly to say the least like you said army base a barn and then a great probably arguably one of the most competitive uh cklvs in history and our guys wrestled incredibly well there so you know we've put the guys feet in the fire and they've answered and now we get to come home do some development and uh, hopefully get some big wins going into the holidays. This is a fun time of year, isn't it? Because again, like I say, um, everybody that comes here to play whatever sport at Campbell is a student and an athlete. Mm-hmm. Your wrestling team uh, continually getting some of the best GPAs, not only in the nation as well as the conference, but you get them for this month here where they don't have to worry uh, about studying. It can just be about wrestling. And, and that's got to be great at this point of year. You already have something to look at, a body of work, and, and you can really get down to business, can't you? Yeah, we get to spend some time on the mat with the guys, a little bit extra individual focus here and there, uh, really fill some holes, plug some holes that we've seen, but also really get better, get better at wrestling. I mean, that's what we're here to do. And like you said, uh, getting these exams out of the way this week is huge as, as we take exam week pretty seriously and give those guys the freedom to uh, study and work on projects and hit those exams hard. Um, but now that they're wrapping up, we really get to jump on the mat and get better. Uh, coach Wynn, you started off with a great win as, uh, as, as your head coach, Coach Sintes, said at the end of the match on UFC, which was great. It's not often you can come into an Army base and beat the Army. Mm -hmm. But for the second straight year, you guys have an event in an airplane hangar at Fort Bragg, uh, a magnificent setting 
army is there with all that support with them that you that, that you wrestled the Black Knights. Talk about that event on UFC Fight Pass for the second straight season. I mean, it was it was incredible. Once again, uh, UFC Fight Pass and uh, Cage Fury really did an amazing job producing the event. They made it special for our guys to be a part of, um, which made the wrestling just that much more. You know, they didn't have to worry about um, any little things. We got to coach them and they just went on the mat and competed the best they could. And, you know, we came out on top, but it was pretty incredible. I think even West Point had had a pretty good time. Um, I'm sure they wish they would have won a few matches, <laughs> but um, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, pretty hostile environment for us because, like you said, we got Army West Point on an Army base, and uh, obviously they're they're rooting for for Army. And then you go out to Wyoming and wrestle in a barn, and we are not exaggerating, but by any but by any means, you beat the University of Wyoming. But first, tell me, how did this event come about? Whose idea was it? And then describe what atmosphere you were you, you were in. One of the most unique places I've ever seen a wrestling match held. Um, so I would say last year, sometime I don't even know if the season was over, but Scotty had this idea about wrestling cowboys in a barn and having this electronic bull in the background and all this stuff. And it's, it was an incredible idea. And, um, we quickly found, we looked around Bowie's Creek in the area here that we just really couldn't pull it off. Yeah. We didn't have the facility. And, um, so Scotty kind of just threw it out to Wyoming and said, Hey, this is a great idea. You guys should do this. <laughs> And uh, we were we were fortunate enough for them to say, yeah, come on out. We'll wrestle you in a barn. And, <laughs> and the the venue was incredible. It was a, a barn. You know, it was heated and had had cement floors, but it was definitely a barn. Yeah. And it was located on a four thousand uh, acre <laughs> horse sanctuary. Wow. So, you know, you're driving in and all you see off in the distance is this herd of horses. And then you pull up to this barn and you go in there and we get to decide to, to wrestle. So um, it was a pretty, pretty unique. I don't know that anybody will be able to pull off what they did the first <laughs> time in this barn. But um, I don't think that event's going to go anywhere. I think Wyoming really found something and I yeah. think they, they can build on that. Just incredible. Just incredible. Uh, you go to uh, one of the biggest tournaments in the nation, the Cliff Keen Invite. They call it a mini national tournament, and, and they're not exaggerating. Uh, you guys not only finished 13 of, of 35, but you have three guys reach the podium. Uh, again, the way the competition is, that's as good as, as getting on the podium in, at the NCAA tournament. You have to be so proud of, of your entire team and, and your individuals that did so well out there. Yeah, I mean, we had those three guys get on the podium and they wrestled incredibly well. Um, had some upsets from all three of them. Um, had had some other guys wrestle really well as well. And um, we can't just give it to those three because we had two other guys that were in the blood round in the round of 12, one win away from getting on that podium. And then we had some other guys that maybe not have reached as far in there, but wrestled really well. And so we we're super proud of the entire team and uh, see a lot of growth capable from all of them. You know, you go out to a tournament like that mid-season, get to see over half of the ranked wrestlers in the country at one tournament, and you really get to put a gauge on where you're at. Um, so our guys got to 
you know, see where they are on that ladder a little bit, if you will, right now. And um, I, I think they're hungry for where they're at and where they can go. Absolutely. Uh, bouncing off of that again, because you have uh, gone out, gone on the road, won some matches, did so well at the Cliff Keen. We come into this week, uh, you're ranked in the top 30 in, in all the major polls, top 25 and in, in a couple of others. But then uh, you, your wrestlers, six individually are ranked and it starts uh, w- with Tay Gadi Ali at the top. He is 12 and one, ranked eighth in the country. And, and this is what is, is so amazing, especially coming from, for, from the heavyweight uh, weight class. 11 of his 12 victories have come with bonus points and five pins. Yeah. Just incredible. He's not only been winning, he's been dominant. Yeah. Yeah. He um, has really embraced something that, you know, as a staff, we've been trying to tell him for a couple of years now is he's athletic. He's got a really unique set of skills for a heavyweight. Because he's not a huge heavyweight when you no. talk about weight or size, right? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been in the past, but he's getting up there. He's That's not true. The, he's not the little little yeah. guy on the block anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he really embraced that. Um, he's using his athletic ability. He's pushing the pace with that athletic ability. And he's not trying to hold on and get guys tired anymore. He's going and taking it to him. Uh, Dom Zaccone, um going down some weight here, uh, 15th in the nation, fourth place finish uh, in, in Vegas. What have you seen from him? And again, all these guys that we're listening have been your top wrestlers, but it, it seems like they've gone to another level this year. Yeah, I think they're maturing. I think they're really buying in. They're improving. Um, they've developed over the summer. You know, a lot of guys stick around, wrestle some freestyle, get on the mat. And and they they've developed, right? They're not happy with where they were or what their skill set was they've really asked questions got better improved their conditioning and got their weight under control um when we go down farther of course uh, the, the the hopkins brothers that have been um such a foundation for for you guys in this incredible run that that you have been on what have you seen from them so far this year um you know i think they're leaders right they're leaders on the team guys look up to them they do everything right right they show up um, they, they get their scholarly kids, right? One of two of the smartest kids on our team. Um, they just live a life, uh, that we preach where they are really trying to improve. And I, I just see really big things for them, right? They're, they're just what you expect out of Hopkins brothers. Really. Yeah, <laughs> they've been, they've been incredible. Um, Shannon and Hannah, um, he is someone, one of your top wrestlers um, that is redshirting this year. This happens a lot in wrestling. You guys ha- have used it very strategically. What has gone on to that decision? And talk about how wrestling, one of the many incredible things of it is if you redshirt, it's not just you're in practice and sitting on the sidelines. You, you get to go out there and compete. Yeah. When you redshirt in wrestling, you can still go to some of these open tournaments and get some competition in and really hone your skills some more. You know, Shannon started out, wrestled at uh, the Southeast Open and went two and two at a really, really difficult weight. Um, Had some All-Americans that he wrestled at that tournament, um, but came back uh, while we were in Vegas, took himself to a tournament at George Mason and and went and won it at a weight class above, you know, what we expect him to be doing. But, um, you know, he doesn't want to sit on it. He doesn't want to sit on where he was at. And he knows that competing is part of that process. Um, when you look at your team as a whole and and your lineup with this great start, what maybe is different from 
this lineup and these guys than you've had in the past couple of years, very successful championship winning team, sending guys to the NCAA tournament. What, what do you like about this group? Um, they're close, right? They, they fight for each other when they're on the mat wrestling matches and they fight with each other when they're room because they are competitive and they know that that's what makes them better. So there's, you know, little battles that go on in the room. Um, but at the end of the day, as soon as practice is over, they're going and going to Gaylord's kitchen and having dinner together. <laughs> so they, they don't hold grudges. They understand that that is part of the process as well. That's what's going to make them better. That iron sharpens iron for them in the wrestling room and that they can get picked up off the mat and be friends after. All right. We have a lot more uh, coming up with uh, Coach Wynn. And then coming up uh, uh, a little later in our second half hour, we'll talk to uh, Levi Hopkins, one of the great student athletes, one of the veterans on this very good team. That's coming up uh, after this. We'll talk more to Coach Wynn here on Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back to Camel Call live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. We're talking wrestling tonight and next Tuesday, the first home meet of the entire season. And boy, is it a big one. We're calling it the Fighting Camel Duels. It'll be in Bowie's Creek, in Gore Arena, Stanford, Purdue, North Dakota State. They all come to town in a match. We're going to be wrestling all day, folks. One, three, and five are the start times. We hope to see you there. Uh, tickets at GoCamels.com, but it'll be on UFC Fight Pass again this year. One of three uh, separate bouts that are going to be on UFC Fight Pass coming from Gore Arena. And we've got two tickets to give away uh, for the duels coming up a week from Tuesday. So uh, the winner of the tickets, ticket 626 374 626374. Yep. And we have a winner over there. Two tickets to the fighting camel duels. And 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 we'll start right there, coach. Wow. What what a, a lineup. Look, to, to to get to get Purdue or Stanford to come alone, that's something. But to have that lineup and throw in North Dakota State, just uh, j just incredible, the competition that's going to be here in Bowie's Creek a week from Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's a pretty um, pretty packed lineup. I think uh, three, four teams that um, are doing really well this year. Some transition at um, Stanford and North Dakota State with their coaching staff and and both teams seem to still be doing really really well. Um, it's a pleasure to to bring them in. You know, we wrestled at Purdue last year, so they're returning to us. And you know, we we used some relationships that we had at Stanford last year to get them to come down. And you know, luckily uh, getting North Dakota State to come down at the same time makes it a quad rather than just yeah. um, a triangular where somebody'd be sitting at sometimes. So. It'll be a, a full day of wrestling, and I hope a lot of people can come and watch. Yeah, and and those are so interesting, aren't they? They're different than duels. They're different than tournaments. You have maybe 
as many singular matches as you would have during a tournament, yet there's still a team feel to mm-hmm. it. How, how do you navigate that as a coaching staff and with your guys? Um, I, I really like the, the quad format where, you know, we get to concentrate on our duel against the team that we're wrestling, but then we have to transition just like you would at a tournament, uh, drop those emotions, have a short-term memory and really move on to that next duel as a team. Um, because it's coming up right, right, right away. You don't get to sit and wait a day and recover or a couple hours. You have to transition from one duel to the next. We're talking about how this is going to be on UFC Fight Pass. Again, what, what is making this event even, even more incredible. The first time um, that the digital network from the UFC is going to be uh, broadcasting from Bowie's Creek. You all have been on UFC Fight Pass last year. This year, of course, already on it two times. What have you noticed that that exposure has done has done for your program? Um, you don't hear a whole lot of people in the wrestling world anymore not know who Campbell is. Um, they see us on UFC Fight Pass. They see us in a barn on an army base. <laughs> yeah. You know, our, our social media following has continued to just organically grow, but I don't think that has really hurt. And um, I do think that we're starting to pull in some of that MMA mixed martial arts type uh, crowd that might not have really come that way. Maybe they're in Raleigh or Fayetteville, and now they have the opportunity to watch somebody on UFC Fight Pass that's just in their backyard. Um, So I think it's really helped uh, a lot of following from that MMA crowd. But I think UFC Fight Pass has been really good for wrestling in general. Yeah, and it should be so fun to uh, to see what happens, not only um, um, with the duels you have coming up, but then uh, the big one, February 2nd. They usually uh, put this near the end of the year, but February 2nd, App State um, comes to Bowie's Creek. It'll be on Fight Pass, and it has been, you, you know, the SoCon has gotten better uh, the years that you have been in it. Every other team at Campbell now to the CAA. The CAA, unfortunately, does not have wrestling, but um, App State will be a, uh, a big, big opponent for you all. And, um, and, and what do you know uh, about the Mountaineers so far this year? I mean, they're a gritty team. No matter what, um, they lost a few people uh, to the transfer portal and to graduation. But, you know, they have more guys coming in. They recruit really hard. Um, technically, they, they wrestle really hard. And uh, we're going to have to show up ready to ready to scrap. Coach, when uh, you have been a part of, uh, of of this program now for for four four years, you have you have seen it grow. You guys have, uh, I guess, continued to push the envelope, not only in events, but getting you guys challenging anyone that'll that, that'll take you. You go on the road and play anyone. You're getting some power five programs to come here to to Bowie's Creek. How have you seen? Um, this program keep getting higher and higher since you've been on the staff? Um, I just think we continue to grow our expectations from, you know, what we're doing on the mat and who we're competing against to stuff that's in the classroom, but also who we're recruiting, right? When I got here, there was probably, uh, we had a very large roster, but coming in, there was definitely some talent on the team that maybe shouldn't have been division one. Right. And no hard feelings about that. And some of them moved on. Some of them finished out their college career here, which was great because Campbell's such a great school. But now we have set the expectations that maybe we don't have such a large roster and we're going to bring in higher talent. 
Uh, when you talk to this higher talent, um, when you tell them about, hey, why they should come, come to Campbell, what are you telling them? What are you telling them about this program and this university? Um, I think first and foremost, Campbell's a great university with great degrees, um, just a wonderful opportunity to go to school and wrestle, right? Here in Bowie's Creek, the distractions are a little bit less than, say, North Carolina State, who's in Raleigh, right? Big ACC school. Um, no knock up against their university, but it's just a different demographic, a different area. And what we really get to do is concentrate on those school and wrestling. And we tell those guys that very uh, upfront. Um, but there are kids that want that. They don't want the distractions. They want to come in. They want to be able to wrestle in college. And then when they graduate, they want to have a great degree. They want to have an amazing degree that they can go out get an amazing job and really be contributing members to, to this society. Um, let me ask you this too, as, as we circle, of course, you're, you're a Michigan guy, mm -hmm. central Michigan, all American, one of the best wrestlers there ever. You won state championships as a football player, as a quarterback back in your high school days. I, I went to the very bottom mm -hmm. of your bio and I, uh, and I had forgotten that part about it. Yeah. I, I was a quarterback, um, in high school, at a small town and we made it to the state semifinals my senior year, but we were, we were very good. Um, I actually was a two time all American or not all American, excuse me, all state quarterback yeah. uh, for my high school. So we didn't ever win it. Um, but we were pretty darn close and, um, I had, I had a lot of fun, Yeah, you know, football was a lot of fun. I had a lot of friends there and obviously football's football's a big crowd sport, uh, which made it fun. But when it came to, you know, my career, I decided that wrestling was definitely the route that I wanted to go. Of course, you're Chippewa through and through now, but mm -hmm. when you were growing up football-wise in such a big wrestling and football state, were you maize and blue or were you the guys in green? Oh, man, if I said green, my <laughs> grandpa would roll in his grave. So <laughs> mostly we, we, we cheered for Michigan if they were playing each other, yeah. but um, if they weren't playing each other, it was always one of those Michigan schools. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, um, we're, we're glad you, you, you chose wrestling to go on with your, with your career, and, and thanks so much that all you've done for this university and this program. And man, we look forward to Tuesday. How is that going to feel after, after all the things that you've done, been on the road, it seems like, constantly? How is it going to feel? feel to be back in Gore Arena? I think it's going to be awesome. I think the guys sleeping in their own beds, getting their own workout in on their own mat, using our own facilities will be a, a much wanted change uh, to what they're doing. So um, I'm excited for the guys, right? Yeah. They, there's been a lot of travel, a lot of flights, and now we get to, to, to bring it home. Yep, and we are excited, too, and we'll talk to uh, one of those guys that's going to be on the mat, nationally ranked Levi Hopkins, coming up after the break. You're listening to Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back to Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. This is our last show of the calendar year, and we'll make sure to get all the information out for you, but we're going we're gonna to change things up in the spring semester. We'll come back on January 15th, and then every other Monday, 
uh, we will be here. We will feature uh, a different team each time. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, a fun new way to do Camel Call Live coming up um, next semester, of course, right here uh, at the county seat from 6.30 to 7.30. You can get uh, all of these episodes uh, as they drop on our, on our Camel Call Live podcast, and that comes up uh, every week on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at GoCamels.com. At those same places, don't miss our Camel Call Friday podcast, where we have interviews with coaches and review the week, preview the weekend, Camel Call Friday, every Friday, and the Camel Call Live podcast dropping in the middle of the week each and every week. We are talking wrestling tonight as the Campbell wrestling team will finally uh, come back home. Uh, coming up a week from this Tuesday, the Fighting Camel duels at 1 o'clock on December 19th. That's what sick days are for. They will take on North Dakota State. Then at three o'clock, Stanford, and then on December nineteenth, and then that same day at five p.m., they'll take on Purdue, and all of those teams will be wrestling each other as well. So uh, it's almost a tournament atmosphere everywhere you look. There's going to be some some really really good wrestling, and somebody who is going to be on the mat is uh, one of our veterans, Levi Hopkins, an NCAA participant last year, and in his career, folks, not only has he been all conference on the map. But he has been academic all-conference as well, as well as getting the commissioner's medal two years ago when he had a 4.0 GPA on the mat this year. Uh, he is ranked in the uh, top 25. And Levi, first of all, can you believe that you have been here now for, I think it's four years now. Maybe my, it, is it five? It, it, is the, it is the fifth year. You yeah. and your brother um uh, have been here and you have been here for four or five years uh, i'll ask you the, the same question that i asked coach Wynn. when you think about where this program was and where this program is what what sticks out from your eyes uh i would say just how how close all of our our teammates are and just a lot and a lot of the guys in the lineup right now are fifth or even sixth years and just to see how far we've we've come how much better we've gotten over the years is it's pretty incredible because I mean, we came in together as, as young freshmen, 18 year olds, and now we're, we're getting old or 22, 23 years old and finishing up our college careers. It's, it's fun. You talk about finishing up your, your college career and, and we'll start first uh, with your, with your academics. You uh, already have a bachelor's degree going mm -hmm. for your MBA um, right now. Why has that been so important of you, the student part of the student athlete? Uh, I mean, I came to college to to Campbell specifically for wrestling because that's where I got recruited. But I also came because I wanted to get a degree. And so um, last year I, I finished up my undergrad, my undergraduate degree, and now I'm pursuing my MBA. And wrestling's given me the opportunity and to 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 get my education while while doing something I love. And it, it's an awesome opportunity. Um, of course, uh, I know one of the reasons you are getting your MBA, you already have experience uh, in, in the business world. Uh, you and your brother are, are, from, uh, are from Palmer, Alaska, which is one thing, but you also have a, a fishing business that, mm -hmm. uh, that every summer you guys do. Um, talk about that business. And again, how was the, uh, how was the salmon fishing this past, this past summer? Uh, so uh, my dad started out... <coughs> Uh, our our commercial fishing business back in I think 2003 and 
we've kind of just grown. And so now we go out every year, our whole family goes out and we, we commercial fish for salmon in Bristol Bay. And so we've been doing that for as long as I can remember. Uh, this past season wasn't, wasn't the best. We caught a decent amount of fish, but, uh, the price per pound for salmon was not, was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad. So that was disappointing, but it's always a good time to go out and just kind of get away from society and reset a little bit and spend time with family and spend time outside. So now, now what is that like? Is that on the boat every day from dawn to dusk? Is it on the boat overnight sometimes? What is it? What does it mean when, when you go out and, and make those fishing runs? So, uh, we, we spend the night in our cabin and then we basically fish by the tides. So what the Alaska department of fishing game will say, Hey, you can fish from this time to this time. And it's usually corresponding to the tide. So we'll, we'll fish at low tide, fish through high tide. And then about halfway through, through the, the ebb, we'll, we'll pull our nets and we usually fish two tides a day, which can be pretty grueling. So it's, it's eight hours on four hours off and it gets pretty, it's, gets pretty tiring, but it's fun, especially when you're catching fish, reeling it in, and it's, it's a good time. Well, I, I was going to say wrestling, of course, uh, as, as we all know, is, is one of the most grueling and demanding physical and mental sports that there is. But I would imagine after growing up in a commercial fisherman family, it's tough, but, but, but you know hard work. Oh, oh yeah. Fishing's been, it's been great. It's uh, taught me I mean, it's taught taught me and my brothers just an incredible work ethic, and uh, it's it's been uh, a huge part of our lives. And hopefully, it's it's helped us out in wrestling and in in our uh, in our future careers. Um, that work has uh, has really shown up on the map. Um, last year, making it to the NCAA tournament, of course, such a goal for you. It seems like you have taken the next step. How how have you feel your your wrestling has been so far this year? Uh, it's been pretty good. I'm, I feel like I'm so close to breaking through to being one of the top, top 10, top eight guys where, where I can finish, finish on the podium this year. And so that's really, really the, the thing that I'm kind of focusing on is just my confidence in in realizing that I, I can compete with the best guys in the country and just realizing that and going out there and executing that is, is my, my next step. You've talked about the team, but, but, but that's the exciting feeling and, and the fact that you guys have started so well, that there are so many guys in the starting lineup, guys that have been to the NCAA tournament, have done well in the NCAA tournament, or have been so close to, 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 to being All-American mm-hmm. or, or guys that you can see a path to all American that's got to be exciting in the room because there's a bunch of dudes that are wrestling, uh, to get on the podium coming up in Kansas city in March. Yeah. It's super exciting. The, I mean, the next best thing to becoming an all American yourself is having your teammate do it. And so to push each other, to get better and to just to make that next step is, is super exciting. And I mean, when, when I'm not wrestling in a tournament, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the the side of the mat cheering on my teammates to 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 win and to perform to the best of their ability. And then when they do, it's exciting. Um, what is what the, this group of wrestlers um, this year? Coach Wynn talked about you guys pushing each other each other in the room. What does that mean? Especially you know guys that aren't your weight class that you're not sparring with with every single day. But but does that still add to the atmosphere or? What is it like being in there with so many good guys? Uh, it's tough for sure, uh, especially. I mean, you're wrestling with with guys that aren't always your weight. So I'll r- bump up and wrestle Tay a bunch, and I'll wrestle with Caleb and 
and Mazenik and a bunch of other guys. And I mean, they, they're trying to get better too. So when you're wrestling live with them, they're going to go as hard as they can. And you can't, you can't slack off. You can't take it, take a go off. So you gotta, you know, come back at them and compete as hard as you can. And it gets intense, but that's how you get better. You guys have done so many fun things this year. Okay, the barn or the base, <laughs> which one is better? What did you like about both of them as far as uh, as far as wrestling this year? Uh, the the airplane the airplane hangar on on Fort Bragg was was super cool. The the environment there with uh, with all the different military equipment and the planes and that one was super exciting. The barn, the environment in the barn was was super cool. I mean, it was. It was a small, it was, it was a barn. It was yeah. small, small, small arena. <laughs> yeah. And it was basically all Wyoming fans there. So it was a hostile environment. It was crazy. But the worst part about that was the elevation. We were up at, there was a sign at the venue that said it was over 8,000 feet of elevation. And that kicked our butt. <laughs> I, I got dealt with my match and that was the most tired I've ever been after. Really? Oh yeah. I was, I was dead and I normally have a pretty good, I have a, I have a good gas tank. I have, I have good conditioning, but that, Ooh, that one, that one ki- killed me. Yeah. I, I tell everybody I have a, I have a brother that lives uh, up in steamboat Springs, you know, uh, o- over a mile high up there. And I say the elevation is a real thing. Oh, and yeah. you might think you're in good shape at sea level, but you go up there and it's a different deal. Yeah, it was it was insane, and the wind kind of tricked us. He he told us that it wasn't it wasn't going to really affect us that much, <laughs> and I I believed him because he had he had trained at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, so he knew elevation. So like, oh, I, I believed him, and then he got our trainer Nick on in on it too, where he's like, yeah, it, it won't it won't affect you that much, and then then we get out there and it it. And kicked our butts. <laughs> uh, such an in- incredible opportunity to do that. And, and of course, you said even with the high elevation, even with the hostile environment, you guys go in there and win mm-hmm. uh, by the score of 23 to 12. Before that, you guys went out west again, taking on top 10 ranked Nebraska. That's a place where they filled a football stadium for their volleyball team. They're known for their football, but they love every sport. What was it like wrestling um, that top 10 squad in, in that kind of venue? Uh, it was, it was definitely humbling. They, they came in and they, they beat us good, but it's also just a great opportunity to wrestle some of the best guys in the country. And I mean, that's why we compete that we want to wrestle the best guys. So in order to, in order for us to, to be the best, we got to wrestle the best. And it was, it was a great opportunity to go and, and test our skills against some of the best guys in the country. Speaking of some of the best guys in the country, you have you have two guys that are now on the coaching staff that 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 you wrestled with, mm-hmm. that that you won championships with, and Josh Hale, and then and then Chris Kober. What is it like having those former teammates, um, guys that you were so close to, now be in the room as coaches? Uh, it's it's definitely different just because there's a instead of being teammates, you know, now they're the coaches. But it's been it's been really good to see to see how well they've, they've transitioned to that, to that, uh, the, those leadership roles. And it's been, it's been really good to, for, for the whole team. Cause they've, they've known, they know what we're going through because they've, they've did it like two years ago. And so just to have them and have, have their knowledge, it's been, it's been really good. With uh, Chris Cobert, he he just seems to keep getting bigger and bigger. I mean, he is uh, he, he he is still in like in like wrestling wrestling shape. It's it's funny. He shaved his head now, so he's mm-hmm. even more intimidating <laughs> than he was before. You you know him too, and I tell this all the time. If if you just know him on the mat, 
He's a bully. He'll, yeah. it, it, he'll admit that. He, he, he's one of the meaner guys you'll see on the mat. But then you get him off words, and boy, he's a true guy. And, and you want to talk about the definition of a Campbell Camel and, and a guy that loves wrestling. It's him. Oh, yeah. Cobra's great. And it's been nice because he'll wrestle with Tay a bunch. And so then uh, I don't have to go with Tay a whole bunch anymore because Tay's getting big. He's up, to, he's up to 240. He's getting a little big for me. But... I was going to say, well, what has that been like? And, and Coach Wynn talked about it a little bit, but what have you noticed from him? He's always been good, but, but taking that next step, getting, getting bigger, I mean, he has just been such a dominant dude. He's, he's off to a great start this year. He's, he's, he's going out there and wrestling with a ton of confidence, and he just doesn't stop moving. He'll, he keeps attacking, and, uh, but heavyweight, they're, they're not nearly as athletic as him, and so – he goes out there and he's faster than them and he's he's just he's picking them apart and he's been off to uh, he's just been off to a great start and it's fun it's fun to watch i mean he has 42 takedowns in <laughs> i think he has 13 matches wow is that the number 42 that's oh so we have we, we put up a new board and it has uh different stats on like who has the most takedowns pins near falls all that stuff and 42 takedowns for a heavyweight in 13 matches is insane. Wow. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, it, it, incredible. You obviously ha have stayed at this program because of, because of everything that, that it's given to you and, and vice versa. You're in Alaska, literally about as far away as you could be um, in the United States from Bowie's Creek. Way back then, um, what had... Uh, that the Hopkins brothers say this was going to be the place for us. This is where this is where we're going to go. Uh, so it started with Caleb. He's he's a, a great ahead of me, and we were always we were good. We were Alaska good. We were good. <laughs> we were good in Alaska, and we we wrestled a little bit out of state, but it's 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 expensive, and we didn't go out of state a whole bunch to compete. But he really wanted to wrestle Division One. And so he emailed a bunch of coaches and uh, he emailed Coach Colot, who was the head coach here at the time. And uh, Colot said that, yeah, come on a visit. And, and Caleb, Caleb flew down and really liked it. And Colot was basically like, I can't give you any money or anything, but you could have a spot on the roster. So Caleb decided to come here and pursue his dreams of being, being a Division One wrestler. And uh, he had a great, great freshman season. He really impressed the coaches. And then uh, eventually Scotty called me my senior year. And basically Cam Campbell was the only program that had an interest in me. And so uh, I came down here and hung out with the team and really loved it. And I get to be with my brother, which was another plus. Yeah. So then, yeah, and the rest is history. And the rest is history. Um, speaking of, of history, uh, you guys, what, a, what a big duel, you, you know, this is the, this is the best collection of, of teams that have come in for one event on one day since I've been here, uh, over a decade for, for, for Campbell wrestling. So to have Purdue, to have Stanford, um, to, to, to come here to, to Gore Reno, what, what is it going to be like? How tough is it going to be a week from Tuesday when you guys have the fighting camel duels? It'll be it'll be a ton of fun. It's always intense when you got a Big Ten's team coming down, and uh, there's going to be a lot of good matches. Stanford has a really tough team this year, even with the even with their coaching change. They got a, they got a bunch of young guys who are really tough, and uh, North Dakota State has some guys that are really good as well. And it'll be it'll be a fun day of wrestling. A lot of a lot of good 
good matches. Well, we appreciate you so much uh, of being here and giving us your perspective. Finally, when you think about this team and the and and really the best start um, as a program since since you've been here, and really as I say. Um, um, in this in this golden era of Campbell wrestling, such a good start. How good can you can you guys be? How excited are you when you think about what's coming up in the next couple of months? I'm excited to see where we can where we can go. We got some we got some really talented guys on the team this year, and uh, as as long as people stay healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time come conference and nationals. So I'm I'm just excited to compete. And we are excited too. Levi, thank you so much for coming down and taking a time off. Uh, Levi Hopkins, you'll be able to see him and the rest of his team. Campbell nationally ranked in uh, six different weight classes and a top 30, top 25 team as well. It starts a, a week from Tuesday, December 19th. Campbell will take on North Dakota State at one, Stanford at three, Purdue at five, on UFC Fight Pass, and it'll all be at Gore Arena. Tickets at GoCamels.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Camel Call Live this fall. We will take a holiday break and be back on January 15th. GoCamels.com and all of our social medias will have the upcoming schedule in the upcoming weeks. Thanks to Coach Wynn. Levi and our wrestling team will talk to you next year. This has been Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington.